Hi, welcome to the podcast and thank you for listening and God bless you, whosoever is listening and I'm praying as I'm speaking now, because you know, when we're speaking, we are praying that this, you know, the message itself, this podcast encourage you, motivate you, inspire you too as well. And I'm here because I was thinking about what to speak on, (laughs) to be honest. And I remember I was listening to briefly yesterday to um, Chantel Akibe. And, you know, she was saying that God is coming soon. And we have been hearing this. And he is. And we know that we are in the last days. And things, you know, from the scriptures itself, the prophecy of the scriptures coming to pass. And we see it all around. It's not just with the virus and everything, but, you know, with the system itself, with the government. But we know in these times that, you know, we should, you know, look, you know, look up because our redemption jar is nine. So me saying that, I wanted to speak on, she said to read Matthew chapter 25. I mean, yeah, chapter 25, 1 through 25. I'm, you know, I'm hoping that's what she said, but I know she did say chapter 25, but I was listening to the audio Bible on my phone just now. And I, um, it was talking about, it starts off with Matthew 25 with the um, five foolish, I mean, with the five wise version and the five foolish version. And you have where it also talks about the talent. And we know the parable about, you know, the, the, um, the three talent one had, you know, one servant had ten, you know, five talent, and he multiplied it. The other one had two, and the other one had one, um, three. I'm no, I'm sorry, one, one. I'm sorry, one. So I'm, um, I'm gonna actually look back at the talent. Yes, one servant had five, and the other one had two, and um, we know the other one that had one talent. And then the servant had one talent, which he buried his talent instead of multiplying it, adding on. And I wanted to speak about the um, five wise version and the five foolish in the talents. And, um, you know, as I was listening and as I'm getting, you know, I'm praying that Holy Spirit is guiding me with this, that when we think about this, you know, the parable, when Jesus spoke about those two parables, you know, it's being always vigilant and ready in the spirit when it comes to being a wise, you know, the five wise version versus, you know, the um, five un, you know, unwise version that, you know, it represents the church, you know, because the bridegroom, the bridegroom represents the Lord Jesus himself. And we're the church, you know, are his wife, are the ecclesia. And we're supposed to be living Meaning that, you know, when you're ready and, you know, sometimes we get this misconstrued about, you know, it's not just, you know, going out there with a God. It's really living your life too as well, where you're so set apart and different that people, when you're around people and people see you, they don't understand you. Like you're approachable. I noticed that about, you know, me personally. I noticed that, you know, when you are a child of God, you become approachable. And, you know, when you have a conversation, your conversation and your talk and the way you, uh, you know, you, the way you present yourself is different because there's a, something of the uniqueness about you that is not you, but it's the spirit man that's in you, the Holy Spirit that's in you, that's actually, you know, gravitating and manifesting whatever it is that's drawing that soul to you to actually win a soul, to actually, you know, talk about the kingdom of God, talk about the Lord himself, how he is lovely and kind. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And then you have the, you know, the um, three, you know, the parable of the talents. And this is where it goes. To me, this is why I think, you know, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Where it goes hand in hand. The talent you have is the gift, your calling, and your assignment. That what, you know, that's what I believe it represents in the scriptures, in this parable. When you're out there and, you know, God is, you know, God is using you. You don't have to have a platform. It can even be your next door neighbors. When they're watching you, you, um, you, you know, you, um, it's like, I, I can't, I can't explain it because for me, I was telling my, um, my spiritual sisters that for me, it's a time being, you're, I'm approachable. People tend to tell me so much about themselves. Not, they don't even know me half the time, but you know, um, the spirit, know the spirit. Let me put it this way. The spirit, know the spirit. And the approachable you are, and not even the fact that you're approachable, the fact that you're willing you could because you are a willing vessel of the Holy Spirit when you say you know you surrender all to Him. That you're being used at that moment to have someone, you know, for someone to actually listen. It's up to you know, and when you do, you know, when you um, use your talent, use your gift, your calling, your assignment, whatever it may be, listening, talking. That you know you're doing it out of love, not out of greed, not out of self. Um, you know, um, self gratification or anything like that. It's just that you're, you know, you're using your, you know, you're being used by the Holy Spirit Himself for His glory and honor. You know, to win that soul to Him, to actually, you know, plant a seed to germinate in that person. You know, um, we don't win souls like that. And I'm be honest, when you're men, you know, when you're in, the, when you're in this ministry, when you're in this um, walk of life. You know, because we're, you know, we're a kingdom citizens. When you're living this life, really, because it's a lifestyle. It's a, a lifestyle of prayer. It's a lifestyle of fasting, a surrender, of, you know, really listening to the voice of God. And people think that you have, you have to listen to him audibly, but God speaks in many forms and ways. It's just that your spiritual ears and your senses has to be alert. When God is speaking, when God is giving you revelation, even the form of observation, observing what's going on is a form of communication with God. And that's what I believe in Christ Jesus' name. That, you know, when he's using you, you're, you are being used, even though you feel insignificant and you're not. You are being you for this season. Like me, I'm indoors and I haven't but done too I feel like I haven't done so much. And I'm being honest, I haven't. Because I'm indoors and I can't do the much. But I have neighbors. You know, the way they, I perceive myself. The way I can step out these doors. You know, how do they see me? How do, you, know, you, have to pre, you know, you have to present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord. Which is our reasonable service. Because we're living for the God. You know, we're, we're, not, we're not of the world. Remember, we're not of this world. You know, we are set apart and we are royalty. We are royal priesthood that is set apart for the glory of the Lord, meaning that we're the light and the salt of this earth. So when someone sees you and, you know, you'll see that, you know, they want to see a smile because even a smile can make a big difference. So I'm just saying this, don't bury, don't be like the, um, the five unwise virgin and the guy, and, you know, and the um, servant, the ungrateful servant that, you know, that bury his one talent. Because one talent, even that one gift that you have in you, it could do, God can multiply, you know, you know, God could do so much with so little. God can multiply your gift. Rather it be a business, where you, you know, even a t-shirt business, or just speaking, or doing a podcast like this, whatever it is, or just blogging. 
And just, you know, cause you have, it's different avenues God could use you for, even when you're in your job. It's different avenues. Let your, you know, let your, um, let yourself, meaning let the way you perceive yourself, let the way that you, you know, conduct yourself show that, you know, you're living. You're living the life of, you know, of holiness, of righteousness. Remember, it says in the word, be, you know, it says, be ye holy for I am holy. The Lord desired that we live holy. No, we're not, you know, we're not holier than thou and we're not righteous because, you know, we're in a sinful bodies now. But we're aiming for that perfection. We're aiming to be holy. That's our aim. So it comes, it is a lifestyle where, you know, the way you talk to people, the way you treat people changes. It's not a no more, it's no more about yourself. It's about really being, you know, loving, well, it's really loving God first. You know, that's which was the two greatest commandments Jesus spoke about. The two of them are, which is love thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy being. And the second one is onto it, to love thy neighbor as yourself. You have to learn to love yourself, meaning that you have to learn how to love the ugly part of yourself. And the good part of yourself, not just the good part of yourself, because remember, when you were in your mess in the world, God still loved you. You have to learn how to forgive yourself. And let me tell you, it's hard to forgive yourself when you know that all the, you know, all the things that you've done in the past, it creeps up. And that's why, that's, you know, that's what the enemy used against us, the past. But we're not, you know, we're not of the, oh, remember, God is doing a new thing in your life, in my life. So we have to keep moving forward. It's something my spiritual sister said yesterday when we we're speaking. And she said that, um, you know, don't go back to that Egypt mindset. You know, it was, you know, I was discussing to her about my ex-husband. It was a conversation about my ex-husband. And she said that, why would you want to go back to that Egypt mindset? Remember that, um, and she reminded me about the children of Israel. You know, they were so caught up in that Egypt mindset that, you know, you know, God was moving them from one, you know, from, um, you know, moving them and, you know, change, you know, and, you know, and blessing them with a lamp flowing milk and honey. But they were so caught up in the mindset of Egypt about what had happened in Egypt. They forgot that they, you know, God delivered them from oppression. So when, when you have that mindset like that, you know, where you want to revert back, don't revert back. Remember that you're not, you know, you're not the same person who you, who you used to be. Even though people are trying to make it seem like you are and people are trying to bring up your past. You cut those people out, especially when they call, you know, when they're supposed to be your so-called friends. And, you know, now you know that, you know, they're not your friend. Because why would you, if you were my friend, you wouldn't bring up the past. So I want to say stay encouraged. You know, move forward and, you know, let God be God in your life and don't bury your talent. God has so much for you. And don't be discouraged in this season. God is doing so much in our life. And even I'm, that's me included. And that's what I believe. I'm, going, I'm living by faith, not by sight. So I want to say God bless you and thank you for listening.